Good evening, beautiful spirits. It's John on the mic again, and I haven't been here in quite some time now. A lot of things have been going on, a lot has happened, and a lot of emotions have um, enveloped me. You know, first there was optimism, then there was a um, deflated hope, then uh, there was sheer pain, anger, the whole madness of the past few weeks. It's been crazy. We started off with hope. By the way, this this podcast, this episode is about the NSAS um, protest that went down. the quest, the questions that were asked were very simple questions. The the demands were not crazy. They were not outlandish. We were not asking for you know government to be on sat. We were not asking for we were not asking for a good life. We were not asking for good roads. We were not asking for the price of food to come down. We were not asking for Boko Haram to end. You know, we were not asking the president to stop flying to the UK for medical treatment. We didn't care if he was Jubri from Sudan or if he is the man we voted for. You know, we're asking for a very simple thing to end SARS. When it's, it's logical, it's justifiable. The need to end SARS very justifiable. This protest started with it started at Ugeli where a young man was robbed by the police and you know he was thrown out of a moving vehicle. His vehicle they killed him and took away his vehicle and you know brought daylight. People cut cut on video and uh, it was the the catalyst for the NSAS protest. It, it went on for a while and culminated in the government sending the army to to massacre people at the Lekito Plaza. You, you know, it was crazy. We're asking this government to help protect us, remove this rogue, this rogue police unit from the roads, from our neighborhoods. Time after time, they have been killing young people stealing from them, raping our women, you know, all kinds of atrocities unheard of, things that you hear, your ears will tingle, it was what SARS were all about, you know, it got to a point where people had to start making announcements on social media, you know, letting others know where SARS is, like, we're helpless, we're helpless, and... It was always going to boil over at some point. I knew it was going to boil over at some point. The, the stories are unbelievable. The experiences are pure evil. You know, traumatizing experiences at the hands of these these rogues who called themselves who called themselves police. For years, this government were promising and promising to answers to reform the police and. Every year since 2016, they had failed every time. So every time they said we're going to end SARS, we knew it was a lie. 
and it's one of the reasons why the protests went on for so long it it became very viral globally and you know the stories touched everybody everywhere in the world it was really sick the pictures were unbelievable and instead of ending SARS the government sent the military out and the massacre was probably worse than what the police were doing or maybe at the same level of um, savagery people sat down singing their national anthem waving their national flag your own national flag a country you represent a, comp- a country you fight for and the answer was to shoot at them you know and on top of that you try to deny it on top of that you you try to stop people from talking about it you are bringing up a legislation that um, stops people from talking about their pain on social media you, you want us to be quiet you want us to just take out take out I mean take what you dish and swallow it like that there are few of you and there are many of us that's the truth you are going to shoot us you kill some of us and you try to be by it over it doesn't work like that anymore the world sees everything if it's the world you're worried about they see you they know you they know what you're doing that if you have any conscience this government has any conscience they should just listen why do you want to suppress everybody why do you want SARS to kill us why do you want it to continue it makes no sense it beats my imagination to be honest I can't figure it out I have been trying to have been thinking about it I should have done this podcast a long time ago I've been busy with some other things and I have also been thinking what is the end game what's what's going on why can't they stop this madness because it's madness why can't they just end SARS why is it so difficult what makes it hard you they're talking about um, creating a new unit to take over from the duties of SARS what duties were they performing they were doing nothing they were robbing people they were robbing people and killing people raping people you know they shoot people that remorse issues if something as flimsy as not unlocking your phone what are you looking for in the phone you shoot them and walk away like nothing happened I don't I don't agree with a lot of things that happen on the side of the civilians too um, DPO was beheaded some policemen lost their lives you know I don't agree with all of that it's crazy it's, it's not who we are it's who they have made us become but we can be better than that but at the same time I I really don't know how to blame these people because the pain is too much the pain is crazy the trauma it's, it, it can drive anybody crazy to be honest you know every day I live in fear fear not just for myself I fear you know I worry I worry about my brothers I worry about my sister you know my brother travels a lot and each time he's on the road I'm scared 
not because he can't take care of himself but because of the police i mean i'm not scared of robbers i'm not scared of um anything but i'm scared of who was supposed to give me confidence that's how bad it is down here i know the pictures cannot really be painted clear enough for me it's something that needs to be seen stories that um, that drives the mind crazy imagine a country of 200 million people approximately and more than half of that population has a story about SARS directly or indirectly you know, personal experience or borrowed experience imagine a country of we're talking about a population of over 100 billion people having a story about SARS that's how bad this is that's how bad this is how many people are SARS officials I mean how many officers work or police officers in the SAS units. I'm sure they're not up to 100,000. But they've terrorized the whole country. Or should I say they've terrorized a certain part of this country because the operations uh, are not significant in the north. They, they, they seem to target a particular section of the country, which makes it suspicious. You know, this is, this is why people are wondering why. Um, the police are reluctant to pull SARS off the streets. What is the purpose? What exactly is their mission? Are they here to perpetuate poverty? Are they here to give us a taste of what the North is going through? Because as a last count, there was a, a, a survey saying Boko Haram had killed about 30 something thousand people, almost the same number of people as SARS and nearly 95% of all of SARS killings happen in the south you know it, it paints a strange picture it paints, a, it paints a very strange picture like what exactly is going on are we trying to balance some kind of diabolical or you know are we trying to balance some kind of book we're trying to make sure the bloodshed is equal is that the plan are we that backward because i don't really know what sas are doing they're not helping they're supposed to stop arm robbery yeah um since since this protest started and the left the streets i don't think the the number of arm robberies have gone up Maybe it has actually gone down. Ironically, you know, I was coming from work today and I, I noticed how smooth the roads were. You know, yes, there, were, there was the traffic, there was the traffic on the road, but not as bad as it used to be when the policemen were trying to solve the traffic problem. Were they creating problems? Maybe they were creating problems because I'm sure they stopped vehicles. For no just cause to take bribe you know and those 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 um, efforts on their parts if I, if I may call it efforts we're actually causing traffic issues instead of solving them so these days the roads are actually free I'm like what what on earth were the police doing 
so they were causing all kinds of problems health problems traffic problems security problems the way nuisance and SARS was the tip of their despair ruthless units no uniforms on marked vehicles literally am robbers terrorizing the whole of southern Nigeria killing people like they don't matter that was the genesis of NSAS and after that massacre at the toll plaza I just knew something terrible was going to happen they unlocked something they you know they, they set out on the path without knowing where it leads and it's a shame that they couldn't think and I just knew they were going to set us on the path we knew not where it was leading it led us to something very dangerous very dangerous and um, they still went on to make more mistakes after that mistake which, which makes it so sad because these guys don't think these guys probably don't have the ability to think it's weird because a country of over of nearly 200 million people very intelligent nigerians we do have here how are these guys our leaders how are they our leaders that's the mystery that's the whole the biggest mystery for me what happens to these guys when they get into those positions do they lose their minds do they get involved in drugs what exactly happens because they obviously can't think well we're losing an opportunity everyone has lost hope everyone is thinking of moving out of the country even if it means going to Benin Republic just get out of this place it's madness it's sad and um, I really hope we can do better I don't know how because as far as I can see the only hope we have is to remove these guys not by force because uh, they have all the guns but to remove them through the ballots because they can't change they are looking to sit tight, they are looking to consolidate and continue with their evil. They have no plans, they have no idea of how to run the country, they are just there. Strange as it is, they are just there. Stupid old men sitting down there and ruining a country, ruining every opportunity we've had, dashing our hopes never giving themselves a chance to think it's sad and it's sick and um, just hope we can get over this NSAS uh, it's not dead in our hearts it's um, you know it's a wake up call for all of us it reminds us of where we should be it tells us where we need to be and uh, it has beauty monument in our hearts we won't ever forget I just hope this monument reminds us of um, who we really are, who we have the potentials to be, who we can be, and um, who we should aim to be. You know, we can be a great country, we can be beautiful people, regardless of our differences, our tribes, uh, and religion. It, 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 it can now. We can actually tap into our differences and pick out the positives instead of focusing on the negatives. It can be a great people. Let's remember 
to be different from these people running the country now. Because in years to come, our children will ask us, what did you do? You know, we are blaming them now. Obviously, they are wrong. Obviously, they are incompetent. Obviously, they are, you know, mindless. They are exactly what we should try not to be. We should try to be different. We should learn from them. Learn from their negativity and be positive. As soon as you call them out, they talk about our differences. Let's not focus on our differences. That's our weakness. Let's focus on our strengths. What brings us together? One nation, one country. Let's love. Thank you, beautiful spirits. Have a lovely evening.